I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's been a lot of interest in the gold country. I want attacking purpose for football all the time. And providing you had a set up in that quarter, we had a real chance of winning it in that quarter. Now we're going to back against the wall and we're going to fight. That's great and your fans will love to. Well, that's round nine, done and dusted. Yep. Five tips for me. That's just, that's actually a good score for me this year. So I don't do tipping, so um, I'll yeah. give myself, I don't know, seven. There we go. <laughs> yeah, very, right. very generous to yourself. Well, I'm going to win and lose this tipping competition, so. i tell you what, um, as a whole, this round was a little bit ordinary. There, uh, were, there were good and bad parts about it, but yeah, on the whole, I thought there was a bit of hype coming to this round and yeah, didn't quite it deliver. Didn't quite deliver. I was you know, coming into the Sunday games going, geez, I hope there's something watchable here. And yeah. I, it didn't feel like there was going to be either. But I mean, that's how it just turns out. So we might just go through quickly the results and focus more on round 10. This yeah, one, but I we say it's a disappointing round. But when you start with a Carlton game on on Friday night versus Sydney, it's always going to end up that way. Yeah, with a new coach, <laughs> with a new coach. Yeah, um, actually, I thought Carlton would half decent for a change. Yeah, it, it's hard to say that when they got done by ten goals, but I was expecting twenty goals. Yeah, so. that's it. And I mean, when you get done that bad, it's hard to even concentrate on Carlton when you're watching the match. So yeah, and so. again, uh, Franklin kicked seven, which was yep. about half of what I thought he'd kick. Yep, me too. But I mean, he looks strong, which you'd expect him to with um, Carlton's backline not really providing much of a challenge to him. Oh, he kicked three goals in the first ten minutes, um, and then they uh, they made the switch. They took um, oh god, I've gone blank. Uh, wide off him. And, uh, yeah, um, moved uh, row, and I mean he still he actually gave off a few kicks when he was having a shot for goal as well. Yeah, I think he passed a couple off, a couple that I didn't expect him to. No, but oh well, there yeah. You go. But um, you know, Carlton showed something, and um, Daisy Thomas tried to get reported. I thought the yeah. first couple of minutes. Yeah, I did see that. He had, was he the one that swinging. whiffed a big elbow? Yeah, the big elbow. That like, he missed. Oh my god! It looked like I want to have a couple of weeks break. Yeah, especially those bony little elbows where you get stuck in yeah. your eye socket. Um. And the other big thing that everybody's talking about from the game is the Adam Goods war dance celebration. Oh, yes. I really don't care. No. Look, the only, something that good has come out of it is they've said that um, it was not provoked by any racial comments yep. and the guys that got evicted from the um, cheer squad afterwards, yep. or I don't know if that was a cheer squad, but anyway, the guys that got evicted from the crowd were not for racial vilification either. So yeah. that that's something. I, I mean, guess. the thing is, all he did was did a little dance. And I don't know if yeah. you've seen the NFL or any American sports, what they how they celebrate when they score. And yeah. the thing is, even if you're offended by it, which I think you're a bit of a fucking dickhead if you are, because it's, it's a little dance. If that hurts your feelings, you need to toughen up. Yep. And if you're that offended by it, don't watch his games. Yeah. Simple as that. There was, when they um, showed the view from behind and they yep. went up into the crowd, there's one Carlton guy who's just standing up, putting the thumbs down, going, boo. I'm yep. like, perfectly fine response. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So, you know what offends me? Netball. So, you know what I do? <laughs> Don't, Don't watch fucking it. watch it. <laughs> Easy as that. Problem solved. And uh, but the other thing what I want to talk about it is, is that 
I don't know why we've got it in our heads that while these people are on a field, they've got to be just the most upstanding gentlemen. I think no. in a lot of sports like, uh, I mean, it's not really comparable to UFC, but even in the NBA, um, mainly because that's when I watch an NHL, uh, NFL, they've got heels in the league. Yep. Where it's someone that everyone hates. And the well, thing is, they give it to the fans and the fans give it back to them. It's the classic um, professional wrestling, isn't it? Exactly, you, yeah. You need somebody to boo and somebody to cheer. Yep. Um, if you're talking like NBA... Yeah. Like Reggie Miller used to oh, revel in it. Loved it. He used to give it to the crowd. You remember Spike Lee sitting courtside going back and forth. He'd be talking to him throughout the whole game. Yep. And I tell you what, when the um, Knicks were playing um, the Pacers. Indiana, that place was packed out. Yep, every single time. Everywhere. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, again, I don't care if people are yeah. going. It, it's if they're sitting in silence yep. Yep. or if they're not sitting there at all, yep. that's when you get worried. That's it. And, and the other thing is, like, I'm all against racial vilification or any sort of prejudice, but I love that interaction between the fans and I want to see them be able to give and take it and not carry on like little fucktards every time <laughs> they get their feelings hurt. Do you remember, that's, that's the fans, not the players. You, you might remember there was a famous shots years ago when um, Sydney had their big rivalry with West Coast and yep. Mickey O'Loughlin kicked the goal and he's screaming in front of the West Coast yeah, that's um, right. Cheer squad. Yeah. They're screaming back at him. Yep. How awesome it's is that? Brilliant. And I don't know why this was all that different. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't remember the next game or the next time those two teams played, but I bet you the, the P, that put bums in seats oh, for yeah. that follow up game. Oh, they had a great rivalry yeah. in those 04, uh, sorry, 05 and 06 years. Yeah. And there were a few disappointments in crowds. So I think sort of having you know, your faces and your heels in this sport will be an excellent thing to. Get bums and seats, especially through a cold winter. Yeah, and uh, Goods did a, a interview the next day. We were saying it was a, you know, it's just a dance, and yeah, know, that's a, it. And what's the big fuss? I thought, yeah, good. I'm more offended by some guys dancing in nightclubs. Yeah, to be yeah, it's usually because they're grinding up against me. But yeah, no, fucking, <laughs> don't even reach around. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, it was, yeah, it was it wasn't as shocking as a game as it could have been, but it still no. wasn't uh, wasn't worth. You're not going to watch it again. No, no. Um, on to Saturday. Oh, the other thing, if that war dance wasn't like in that situation, I actually like it. You know what I mean? I thought it was a pretty cool dance. Yeah. I thought it was pretty sweet. Kind of cross up between the hucker and something that's definitely sort of, you know, to do with Aboriginals. So with a spear throwing that sort of stuff. Yeah. No, I yeah. thought it was like, I liked it, to be honest. Um, on to the Saturday games. Um, start with Hawthorne versus the Suns. It was yep. a game. It was. It was played. Yep. Um, that's about the only two good things I can say about it. And I mean, this might surprise you, but I watched all of about five minutes of that game, and it happened to be when the Hawks started putting the um, foot down in the third quarter, and yeah, that was enough for me. Yeah, it was just a scrappy, scrappy game. Um, it's no one's to blame. There was a difficult position uh, conditions down there. So yeah. I saw some of the kicks um, coming into the fifty, going to the left of screen. Yeah, they started to hold up and nearly go backwards. Jesus. Um, which you haven't seen in an AFL game for ages. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... It's, uh, somebody online um, said, I can't watch the game because um, I got exams or something. Has any yep. note happened? And I said, no. <laughs> it happened? Yeah, it was just, this, this game happened in the room. <laughs> um, as you can see, just um, by looking at the stats, that Hawks had just all use of the ball, probably first, second and third use of the ball. In the first... In the first quarter, they went with a strong breeze. So yep. Gold Coast just stacked the back line. Uh, um, okay. So it just became a... a War of attrition. Yep. But even still, there was fumbles and, you know, handballs that hit grass. And, yeah. You know, it's just a shit game. Yeah. Um, Melbourne versus the power up in Darwin. Melbourne jumped out of the blocks on this one. They did. Um, and then uh, the, just disappeared after half time. 
Yeah, and I mean, you, you thought Melbourne had kind of gone past that inconsistency. Yeah. For, I mean, it's all right to lose and to lose each quarter, but not to show you can play excellent enough footy to beat that team and then just go, eh, well, that's that. Geez, they look good. Um, too, but uh, once Port got a run on, it just didn't stop. Yep. Um, you know, and like you said, two goals for the second half. Yep. For, for Melbourne. And I'm really hoping they don't just hitch their wagon to Hogan now and go, well, we've got him and oh, they've got to build a support team around him, yeah. try and do what... You know, teams like, I guess, Hawthorne did 20, 10 years ago or whatever it was yeah, when they started building well, their midfield. Well, they've got such a good core um, with um, Vandenberg's now playing well. They've got yep. um, Viney, um, uh, Brayshaw. We haven't seen Petraka yet, and we won't see him this year. Yeah. Then you've got Hogan up forward and Tom McDonald down back. I mean, yep. Jesus, there's a spine you can be you can build the yep. next 10 years. And around. I mean, Hogan's put his hand up for Sledge of the Year so far. Already, yeah. Showing a bit of character too. Yeah. I'd love to see that. But, um, uh, yep, yeah, sorry. On the other side of the coin, Port might have just saved their season here. Yeah. Um, yep. Because uh, what, what are they sitting at now? Are they um, four and five? Yep. You know, three and six, It's it's you're just about finished there. Yeah. Um, so it's good that um, they, they save something. I think there might be something in it that um, maybe a bit of pressure off them playing up in Darwin. No home fans, no sort of media to be engulfed in who's going to do this and that. They just get on with playing footy and... You know, they've been copping a bit for the start of the year and quite quite fairly so. Uh, quite but, fairly so, yeah. But um, I think maybe just a bit of time away from Adelaide Oval might have done good. From the glass, uh, yeah. the, the fishbowl down there. Yeah. Um, if you look at the stats, I mean, they won just about every single stat there is. Yeah. Um, and you'd expect that when they, you're 10 goals up. And Robbie Gray was everywhere again. So it's good to see him yep. hit a nice a huge streak of, or huge form game. Yeah. Um, he's been, um, I think he's been struggling a little bit with uh, an ankle or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, he's that type of player that's just going to push through it. Yeah. And uh, okay, there goes the spare mic. Yeah, third man just died. Um, Westoff kicks a couple of nice goals as well. He's been a little bit in and out. He does even floated back to the back line as well for a little bit and helped he, out. He's been doing so, that a, a few games I've seen. It's a fair yeah, bit of seen. running because I don't think he's strong enough to be a sort of you know out and out full forward. But you add your utility by being able to run defenders away from their comfort zone. Yeah. You know, you're pushing downfield, and especially in a running team like that, it allows your midfielders and even your half-back line to push through the lines and yep. set up open spaces in the forward lines. And, I mean, they're obviously a terrible running team. So yeah. No, they, they started to look like the Port Adelaide that everyone expected. Yeah. Um, they just gave uh, Melbourne a, a bit of a head start before they ran them yeah. down. And I think uh, it's just uh, Melbourne just showed the need that little bit of um, experience across the half-back line to direct and stay stay in your whatever pattern you're performing in your defensive line. Yep. Because their running will just kill you. It'll just open you up. And unless you're disciplined enough to make sure you hold your structure, you're going to get beaten. Um, Bulldogs versus the Giants at Etihad. Um, now, like we said, these two teams are are going to try and build a modern-day rivalry with, yep. you know, the Griffin and Boyd changeover and all that. Yeah. Um, and the Bulldogs look like they were ready for it. They, they were, yeah. They yep. penciled this one in. They set up and got ready for it. Um, yep. And GWS looked uh, like deer in the headlights. Yeah, it looked like they were a bit shell-shocked, to be honest. Like, uh, Bulldogs came out and just took it to them. I mean, what's that? In the first quarter, seven goals? Was it seven? Eight, eight goals. goals. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know... Look, um, and, and the Giants are lucky this... I mean, it was a 45-point margin. They are lucky yep. it wasn't bigger. Um, yeah. They didn't kick a point until the last quarter. Yeah. So 11 goals too is amazing accuracy, but um, you're only getting 13 shots on goals to 30 yeah. whatever. And I mean, the good thing is when they did start to pull the lead back a little bit, you saw the dogs not 
go to water. They really had a cool head. Yep. Worked hard to stem that tide. Because in an AFL game, you're not going to, very rarely going to dominate a team from pillar to post. Yep. You're going to have a, a patch where they're going to come back and put something to you. And they did that and, you know, Bulldogs just showed their maturity and did it well. Um, Will Minson had a great game. Hey. Um, uh, we saw what he wrote on the footy. Yeah, I think everyone's seen that by now. Yeah, they? <laughs> best seven and a half grand ever spent. Um, good on him. Yep. Um, but uh, you came up against an inform Shane Mumford, who's been dominating games, not yeah. just winning the ruck yeah. but dominating. Yeah. And Will Minson got to him. He was, um, from the parts of the game I saw, yep. he was getting front position and getting yeah. um, lots of free kicks. And you yep. just go... He's the perfect um, foil for somebody like Mummy too. He's just another yeah. big-bodied. Yep. Um, it looks like they said we'll just go head-to-head and uh, yeah. see who wins. And especially with the little um, sort of on-bomb bowlers that GWS have, if you can get first use of it, that's half the battle won. Exactly. And I think they really did do well at stopping the free run. And especially when you find West Coast will get a few people wide that are loose. Yep. I'm um, like, what's the young fella's name? Big built-up dude. Looks like he's about 12. Can't remember. Um, for GWS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, D- Dylan, that's, Dylan that's Smith. It's half the team, so yeah. <laughs> but he always managed to get wide and free, and we will just pump it along sort of uh, forward flank into their forward line, and that's been a lot of the avenues to goals uh, recent games, and Bulldogs did really well to stop that. They did, yeah. It was looked like they were the ones that um, just pencil this one in is the one we absolutely have to win, and they did. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll go over to Adelaide Oval, for Adelaide versus Frio. Um, this is one of those funny games. It's a bit like the 2013 Grand Final. Yeah. If you watch the highlight reel, geez, looks like a great game. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> there were highlights throughout this game. Yep. And I reckon um, when you look at goals of the week, there's probably four or five from this game alone that'll stand up in there in a game where they didn't kick many goals at all. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at goals of the week, you always have a couple of crows in there. Well, you yeah. always have Eddie Betts in there yeah. um, at least twice. Yep. <laughs> and this week, no different. Sometimes they don't give them a third just because they feel bad about they, not putting anything in there. Got to share it around. Yeah. Got to make a contest at least for goal of the week. I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for them. Because, I mean, um, Eddie Betts is kicking these miracle goals from the sideline week in, week out. Yep. And you go, well, it means he's not getting shots from 30 out dead in front. Yep. But, I mean, he's going to miss those goals one day. Yeah. It's, we're nine rounds in and he hasn't missed them yet. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do? You do? Um. As a defender, you, you're forcing him to the boundary line. You're yeah. like, right, okay. Like, sweet. I'm doing my job. And he's slotting left foot torps from 50. I think he's just hire a goalie. Yeah. Do. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just an absolute freak. Um, the other talking points from this game, one was um, Sandland, 69 hit outs. It's Jeez, just stupid. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, especially after last week where he got beaten by Goldstein in yeah. hit outs. Yeah. Um, so this week he's come out and nearly knocked up 70. Yeah, and I suppose for Santa Land, you're just about pencil in that you're going to win all the hit-outs. You probably wouldn't do a whole lot of practicing beating the smaller men. You no. Think you've got that locked up. You know, it's more sort of patterns with your yeah, on-bowlers, seeing where they're going to run, and most of the time you get sharked as opposed to losing yeah. the contest. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know in the grand final um, against Hawks, that's what um, Sammy Mitchell did. He said, I'm going yeah. to get tagged by Crowley. He's going to win the tap, so I'm just going to sit at his feet. Yeah. And that'll crowd it up. Yep. Um, and he was against um, Sauce Bottle Jacobs too, who's yeah. you know no slouch. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, geez, the, the ruck position for all Australians got a lot of contenders. This yeah, year. it does. Isn't it? Yeah, a you couple of darkies coming through. Goldstein, so. you got Mumford, you got yeah. Sandilands. Now he's got to be in the conversation if he's um, um, dominating, you know, yeah. like that. Yep. Um, but uh, the other thing, it's got to be Fifers 
Dangerfield. Dangerfield, doesn't it? Um, wasn't it fantastic? Excellent. Because they were, they were lining up against each other yep. and then pretty much didn't see each other for the rest of the game. Yeah. Because they at stoppages, off and... they, they'd stand next to each other and then piss off. Yep. And wasn't it great to see? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you, don't, you don't get to see it that often yeah. either wall, but you can tell um, why uh, they both love getting getting out and uh, amongst it. I mean, you've at the end of the day, you've got to say Fifer's... Um, won the duel yeah. if he's had the 40 touches and a goal as opposed to 38 and a goal danger really 38 and a goal <laughs> yep. but five teams got up yeah and when you look at the like the extended stats when you look at clearances inside 50s and different things it's pretty split where yep. one's got the edge and then the other's got the edge and another and if you're going to see two players have this head-to-head battle all day it's tough to find a better matchup. Yeah, right now yeah. with it's like um, seeing Ablett versus Judd from yep. a few couple of years ago, yeah. Or, yeah. or something like that. It's just it's such a, a a feast and a throwback to the times when that was it. That was your man. You stuck on him uh, your whole game, and the only time you wouldn't be off him is you went on the bench here to tell old mate coming on who yep. you were picking up. <laughs> um, but otherwise, it's uh, the, the crows shot themselves in the foot. They could have um, picked one in here, but. Um, Got a bit tired towards the end, and yep. yeah, their injury list isn't um, that great at the minute. And uh, yeah, they might have let one slip there. It is. Yeah, I think I think they let one slip, and they'll be disappointed. But um, you know, I think they'll recover. They'll bounce back. Absolutely. Um, and on the other side of the coin, you know, uh, Dockers nine and nine, just trotting it through. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like we said, they might lose one. Uh, I think at, they're still at a canter, aren't they? Yeah, they haven't been tested yet. Yeah. Their injury list is brilliant. Yep. Um, they're just going to keep on keeping on. Yep. Um, the only way, like we say it every week, the only way they'll lose a game is when they start resting players. Yeah. Um, you know, they're a bye coming up now, so probably, you know, around 17, 18, they'll start to... Start, yeah, yeah put in their sort of um, program for finals. Yeah, general soreness. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he'll, he'll come back. Um, on to the big focus for the week. Um, yeah. which is Dreamtime at the G and, and Fletcher's 400th. Yep. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I mean, we were at the game and I thought it was a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm sure that Dustin Fletcher didn't want the big um, circus yeah. going on, but at the same time, I, I did. Yeah, me too, yep. I wanted a big event and I thought, you know, a bit of a speech at the end from Fletcher or whatever. Well, you know, I, I, I was hoping that Kevin Bartlett and Michael Tucker would be there and yeah. shake his hand as yep. he ran through the banner. And, yeah. Um, but it was just, it was very business-like, yep. um, which is very Fletcher-like, I yeah. guess. And I mean, half the Essendon fans had left before then, so. How, yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, that was shit house. Um, I think uh, Richmond got up by two goals with, yeah. there was probably a minute of play left. Yeah. So the results decided. Yeah. And I'd say in, in the grandstand we were in, half the Essendon supporters yep. left. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah, it is. Because you know they're going to do something for Fletch. And you know it's Indigenous round, so they have a presentation at the end with the medal that they give out. That's just a bit of respect for the guy. I mean, you come here and say, yeah, we're going to go see Fletcher's 400th, yeah. but fucking, we're leaving because you're losing. Yeah, that's just... I mean, How does that work? It's not, oh, you know, I want to beat Travis. Yeah. It's already late, mate. Yeah, that's I'll it. give you a tip. Travis's going to be shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And um, the thing is, if it's Richmond, and Richmond, I mean, they'll never be the nice to their own players, but at least they'll stay there and abuse them on their way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get their money's worth yeah. out of those tickets. I mean, you know, I am a believer that you stay till the final siren yeah. regardless. Yeah, exactly. If yep. you're down by 10 goals yep. and there's 10 minutes to go and you're hitting the bricks, yeah. I'm still going to think you're a bit shy, but I yeah. can understand it. And I think staying and having those moments that suck at football make the moments that are good much better. 
yeah, I tell you, there was an Essendon, two Essendon supporters sitting next to me, and they yep. didn't leave. And I was like, yep. yeah, okay, good, good, good job. job, guys. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, and I, as an impartial, there, there was no yeah. way I was leaving before Fletch. Oh, absolutely. And I think there would have been a few people who were in that same boat who were yeah. impartial, and they've proved better supporters than the people that fucked off. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, the game itself was a uh, scrappy but tight. Yeah. Had a moment in the third quarter, which got to be exciting. But apart from that, it was a little bit flat. Um, there were some, you know, star performance. Brandon Ellis got the um, medal for the game. Um, I, I actually had probably Martin or Shane Edwards penciled in for that one. I thought Ellis got lots of the ball, but a little bit wasteful at key moments, which, yeah, you know, it's one thing to get the ball, but you use it properly. He still did do enough to have his name in the hat, and I wouldn't complain about him getting the medal, but I put Edwards and Martin above him. Um, when they put the stats up um, and they going and announced the medal, I know we both looked at each other and went, well, he's got the most possessions, so I'll probably <laughs> yep. give it to him. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, pretty it's much a, it Yeah, sort of how they do Brownlow votes these days. Yeah, a lot of it. It's yeah. like, I know him. He got a bit of the ball. Hang on, look up how many possessions he got. Yep, yeah, he got the most. Got yep. um, that, uh, the goal from Martin when he pushed out oh, of the yeah. pack and yep. off, uh, off a step. As soon as he kicked it, he ran straight to the bench. Yep. He, he <laughs> yeah. knew where it was going. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I remember you pointing that out. He's kicked it, didn't even look if it's going through, started sprinting towards the bench. Yeah, it gave a little he knew it. finger. Yep, there it goes. Sorry, away we go. And it was good to see him sort of get a bit loose and take take it on again. Um, lots of help around the ball as well. Cochin did enough. Um, young guys come in. Mark, uh, Camden McIntosh did a little bit. Yeah, nice Rance had some nice grabs and actually yeah. did some pretty smart play, which was impressive. He he did very well, Rance. He was floating up the ground too. Yeah, I tell you what, the marking on the night was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Uh, Carlo so Carlo had a few pack marks, which yeah, were really good. Yeah, um, some shocking kicks. Danaher had a, some good, yeah, good some marks, great marks as well. Too, yeah. yeah. Jeez, you've got to put a body on him. Yeah. He's too tall. To be honest, I think if, if Carlo had a kick straight in that first first second quarter, different different result. Yep. I think the momentum would have changed. I think it was even one or two late in the game for him too. Yeah. Some yeah. easy shots. Yeah. And what happened as well was it seemed like Essendon would always get um, the ball loose on what would have been the far side for the viewers at home on television. And yeah, they always have loose man there, but they never did anything with it. And yep. I'm more wondering if that was a trap by Richmond. If they wanted to push him wide, so then their kick's going to go into that pocket and they're just going to trap that pocket. Maybe, because every time they switched it to go back through the yeah. middle, like they looked dangerous. Yeah, and there was always that man loose on the far flank, yep. which they always picked out, and you're always like, oh, loose man. But then when they got it, there was people everywhere, and they were, yeah. when they kick, kick, kick it straight to the lead, which was right on the boundary line, and not often they get there. Pretty poor skills in delivering the ball too, so. Uh, and uh, not the first time I've said it, but Cheese uh, Collier's having a good year. Oh, He's, yeah. Um, gone from a, a fringe player to probably... Yeah, definitely top definitely. five top six yep. even uh, Basher did pretty well as well uh, there was a couple of times there he was like a ninja he was yeah middle, wasn't he just you see him he's just crouch, crouching yep. in and jump in and intercept yeah there was that like one right sort in the middle area period of play where there was all that sort of snatching in the middle yep where it's just one after the other and it looks like that was just where they spent their their energy and that's it, it. yeah <laughs> tickets they looked really flat by the end both teams yeah um, biggest bill of the night was when Fletcher got subbed out yep um, and I'm happy to say I was right there with them <laughs> yep as soon, as soon as they announced it on the um, speakers everyone was like what the fuck are you serious bro yeah well he had ice packs on and all that kind of stuff he did it takes me back to you remember uh, I don't know if you were with us we went and saw Benny Cousins final game no was, I don't think I went to that one uh, it was Richmond versus Port at Eddie Hay. I think I was working yeah um, and uh, everyone knew it was Ben Cousins' last game. He yeah. announced it, and he pulled his hamstring. That's right. At the yeah. start of the fourth quarter, he's yep. like, "Well, I'm going to yeah. keep playing." Aren't yep. I? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they had the sub rule back then. But he's like, "I'm not going off." Yeah. Couldn't kick. Yeah. But um, 
Uh, played it out anyway, and uh, for the sake of the fans, it was you know a, a nothing game, yeah, yeah nobody, oh, nothing to win. So you could have had some stuff for that. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was you know a, a tight result, but um, still a little bit scrappy. Yeah, um, which leads us into the Sunday games, and I was hoping for something to watch. Yeah, um, me too. And uh, Brisbane versus St Kilda was actually all right. It was um, yeah, fiery up there too. And Brisbane got out um, to a big lead early. Yeah, I think it was nearly six goals or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they kicked, kicked the first six or some something, something silly like that. Yeah, and Saints just worked their way back in. And that's what I like about that's what you have to like about the Saints, especially a coach with a young squad. A lot of times when the pressure's on, that's when they'll start to fade and get flustered, yeah. and that's where they'll lose the game. But it seems like St. Kilda are already losing the game, which switches them on. And when, when there's pressure and there's a danger of them getting a full ass kicking, they switch it back on and they can claw it back. Yep. Which I think for a, for a coach of a young team, that's what you want to see because it's hard to teach that to young kids. Absolutely. It's easy to teach the rest of it to consolidate and to build on it and to be a cool head. But when you're in the weeds and you've got a young team and, you know, I mean, you had re back, but they're still lacking a little bit. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST leadership but they're doing well without it at the moment so that's it though I mean they've lost a lot of senior players over the last five to six years yep. but the ones they've hung on to they've been very careful yep. to make sure they've hung on to the right ones I mean Absolutely. they've lost Goddard Del Santo yep. now McAvoy even yep. they had Lenny Hayes for as long as they possibly could yeah. yep. um, they got Rewalt and Montagna yep. they're still playing really well yep. um, the other good side of it for Saints fans was um, that uh, Josh Bruce had a shit of a day Yeah, just one of those ones where the ball bounced yep. the wrong way he'd um, you know, go for a lead and it was kicked yep. behind it seemed like the harder he tried the worse he came yeah, out exactly he got a goal in the end but yep. um he's been having an absolute uh belter of a season yeah he's had a bad day and they still got up yeah someone's picked up the slack and they've come through i think uh they didn't have memory and savage either i think i think they were outs um could very well be i'm just checking it now i don't see their names there they had a couple of um injuries during the game though so that's going to make it difficult yeah for them. It adds to their injury list doesn't it I think yeah it's quite big there's just sort of a, a bit of a rotating um injury list yep but um, uh, the other thing was Maverick Weller yes it was made a very interesting choice um, I think it was uh, Jack Billings has had a shot from 50 okay. on the run yep and uh, Rewalt's trying to shepherd it through and Maverick Weller's gone the volley on the goal line the volley the volley yep okay so a 50 meter pass wow. and he's volleyed it through shit um, from about uh, let's say a meter or two out from the goal line it's a good effort interesting choice yeah but it worked and he kicked another goal 30 seconds later. So, again, from the goal line. So it's genius. So it's genius. <laughs> but I tell you what, you can, those can fuck up so easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. If your hand-eye coordination is just a little off, I mean, 
It's going a nut shot for sure. Well, I mean, or you could have just let it go and it would have bounced straight through. But anyway, yeah, it's six points and, and they got up. Um, Beams had a, another good game. Um, he looks like he's finally settled in. Yep. Um, nearly 40 touches. I think which... Clay Beams picked up a little injury too. I know he went off a little bit. I uh, didn't actually see if he come back on. So um, you'd hope he's okay, but I didn't hear any post-game stuff, talk about it. So. No, neither did I. Um, on to the MCG in a um, bit of... Uh, bit of rain going on around there too yep um kangaroos look like they're all over it at halftime yep um uh, collingwood just were second to the ball all day and yeah. um chasing tail and yep. then they kicked 10 goals in a row yep um there's no good explanation for what happened no but uh they just did it well i actually only watched until halftime and i was like wow that's that one done i'll go out game. for a bit went and had a beer had a little snack uh, came back actually i was out at TGI Fridays, just having a beer and a couple yep. of bar snacks. And I just happened to catch a glimpse of the score, but it was a bit far away. So I just gripped my eyes like, is that a fucking draw? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. So yeah, finished up that beer, went home, watched the rest of it. They were, it was a different side. That it came was, out. yeah. And they were just killing it. Um, North Melbourne looked like they were standing still. Yeah. And Elliot had a cracker of a game for oh, what I saw. Kicked, kicked a handful. And then important ones too. I saw... Yep. Maybe two and a shot at the end. Yeah, I think he kicked uh, two or three in the final quarter, including the sealer. Yep, sneaking around behind the back of packs and getting loose and getting direct direct leads instead of actually having a crumb. Um, Swan and Sidebottom were stoic all day. There was yeah. a couple of times where um, yeah, Swan's got that wide body. It's, yeah. um, when he's one-on-one, yep. you, you need somebody who knows what they're doing. Cause and, he, and this weather's built for a, a Swan. Yep. You know? Um he, he loved it. And Cybottom, geez, he, he made some really smart decisions down the back. Yeah. Um, we, I think we said in the preseason that he he'll, he has to be the one to step up yeah. and take over from Beams. Yep. And he's just constantly improving. That's that's the impressive feat. Yeah. He, he missed a couple of weeks with a broken thumb, I think. Yeah. He's come um, back and just switched it straight back on. Picked abs- up where he left Absolutely. Um, Goldstein was dominating in the ruck again. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Robbie Tarrant had a chance to take a chess mark Ooh. with like four minutes to go, which would have stemmed the the flow yeah, and put it, him back. I think down by two points or something. Yep, just fucked it. And there's a couple of um, marks that bounced off the North Melbourne backline's yep. chest in, yep. late in the game. Yeah, and just you got to hold them. And some shitty kick. I know Boomer had a absolute munson of a kick. Yep. Um, which you know it's unfortunate, but shit happens. I'm already starting to. Um, count down the games until he's 400th to yeah. make sure because at the moment he'll play it up in Brisbane uh, Okay, but if he has a week off for general soreness yep. he'll play it versus Carlton at Etihad uh, so, uh, well just, you'd uh, have to like that game versus Carlton wouldn't you as a oh, 400th celebration at least they can fill the um, fill up the, the stands for it because um, what's his name uh, Bartlett played his 400th against Carlton too so hmm. don't know why that's bothering but um yeah um jesse white wasn't as shocking as you would have expected no and well. um weight was all right as well i'm kind of thinking jesse white should be a mixed martial artist why is that because he's he, got that build yeah. just that height that build that upper he's, body strength he's got a bit of brendan shawb about him it's like he'd be a mean motherfucker if you wanted to yeah yeah well, yeah i watched him get punched in the face so <laughs> yeah speak uh, did you watch ufc today i did that yeah. was ryan jimmo Oh my god! I was going to mention that when I was talking about throwing up before. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was you got, "Oh shit!" Yeah, for those that um, don't know, the UFC today, one of the fighters got um, a nut shot yep. and called for the doctor and a bucket and threw up twice. Yep, 
and kept fighting. I tell you what, there's one thing the USC does better than the AFL. Remember in the AFL, whenever there's somebody throwing up on the sidelines, they show it and then they yeah. zoom in. Yeah. Um, the USC went, he's called for a bucket and we'll go to the wide shot. Yeah. Yep. Let's get away from this. Um, on to the final game, uh, West Coast Eagles at home to Geelong. Um, the look like perfect conditions over there. It looked beautiful. Which looked doesn't explain day. four goals, 17 yeah. at half time. Yeah, that's the worrying thing. And I mean, it shows you getting plenty of the ball, but if you're close to losing the match... It's... Four goals, 17. Yeah. I mean, the usual thing is what you do is just reverse it and yep. say what could have could have been. Yeah. 17 goals, four and a half is amazing. Yep. <laughs> and yep. that ends the game right there. Exactly right. Um Maybe it says that you know they're locking the ball in yep. down forward really well. Yeah. Um, but um, could, look, Geelong were lucky. I think that this could be did, a gale force, um, Fremantle doctor or something happening in there. Yeah, I, I don't think so. No, nope. it's still two goals, eleven in the second quarter. Yeah, and um, that, that's when you put it out of reach of the other team, especially yeah. a team like Geelong. You can't give them chances to come back. Didn't matter because they still fucked yeah, them up. They, so. yeah, they ran on with it in the second half and yeah. kicked uh, twelve goals to yep. five. Um, and Nick Natanui's taken mark of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's Honestly, un- you're lucky they don't have a roof at Patterson's, otherwise oh, you'd be hanging off it, the rafters. It was massive. It was huge. Um, now, some people might say, because he's six foot nine, um, he takes the same hanger that somebody who's six foot takes, and it looks different just because he's six foot nine. Um, nah. But, yeah, it looks different, but <laughs> it looks better. I think it is different it because <laughs> he's, an, he's an extra foot. Like, oh. he, he's sort of... I'll just say the point at which he has to mark the ball is just way above yeah. everyone else that takes the mark because he's that big. Um, so it he, does look better than the little ones, but I think it's legitimately better as well. I haven't heard anybody saying about how he might have fumbled it on the way down. I don't care. No, that was an absolute screamer. Yep. Take it to the bank and kick the goal. Yep. Um, Kennedy kicked an, what did he kick? Four or five? Yep. Passed off a couple too. Passed off a couple. Yep, yeah. A couple of certainties for himself, but didn't oh. know selfish thing. Popped him over the top. I'm just checking now. He kicked six. Um, and he's leading the Coleman. Um, he's leading Eddie Betts in the Coleman. Yeah. Right now, I can't see either of them slowing down either. No. Well, I mean, they've been talking about Kennedy having that elbow injury, but it doesn't what, seem to be affecting him. What elbow injury? Yeah. yeah. The only thing that's affecting him is his fist pumping after he yeah. kicks goals. I think there's something seriously wrong with someone else in the team, and they're just using that as a decoy. It could be. Kennedy, our elbow's no good. Yeah, it's buggered. So it was, oh, we've sussed this out. And meanwhile, someone's going to get... I don't know, frontal lobotomy or something. Yeah. Um, and on Geelong's side, Stevie J had a pretty good game. Um, he's kicked the, he kicked the first yeah. goal, I think. A, a nice one on the left. Yeah. I mean, I, I managed to watch most of it, but um, Stevie J did a lot of good things, but he did a lot of bad things, which are not uncharacteristic yeah, for Stevie, but... Coming a little bit of a trademark. Yeah. Like giving away free kicks 50 metres that were completely unnecessary, and he's always been one to sort of push it and niggle. But he's sort of that dis- discipline enough to know where the line is. Yeah. And to especially try and bait people into giving away the free kicks. But he's pushing the line, I think, because maybe his body is slowing down a bit and he knows what he needs to do and just can't quite execute it. But the fuck do I know? Yeah. I'm writing him off. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I mean, West Coast um, had more than double the free kicks that um, Geelong had, but that clearly wasn't the reason yeah. of, of the game. Yeah. Um, you just reminded me, too, I saw in the... Uh, Collingwood North Melbourne game. Yep. Where Lindsay Thomas was trying to get a free kick overturned. Yeah. And oh, I can't remember who it was that pushed him, but if they just held back a, a slight second, yep. you, you would have seen Lindsay Thomas almost do the, the flop without being touched. So you could have seen someone use the force. It could have been. It could have been a forced push. Whoa. Um, it was very close to it, but um, yeah. Not a good look for the young lad. 
No, and I mean, West Coast is consolidating their reputation as, you know, you may as well not even fly over the West. No. Just yeah. send over your B team and... Well, that's what's going to happen with Frio and West Coast now um, for the rest of the year. They're going to yep. become so dominant that the teams in the middle and the lower parts are going to start riding off those games. Yeah. And saying, yep. you know what, we're going to rest somebody because next week we're playing... So-and-so, yeah. You, we're playing the 10th place team and we need to get above them. Yep. Um, so it's going to make it even easier for them as they go in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, let's move on to um, round 10 and have a look at uh, next week, the long weekend. Yeah. Um, we've got Friday night over in the West, Fremantle versus Richmond. Um, I don't think this is one where Richmond are going to uh, give yeah, it up. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've upset, you know, two lots of fans in yep. two weeks in a row. Don't know if we'll be able to upset the Frio, so but Richmond by 40 points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to, um, you know... Uh, they're not going to fold before they get there. No. They're going to try their guts yep. out. Um, but Frio uh, are too good everywhere. Yep. Yeah. I think we might see Dimmer maybe rest a couple of players that have got a bit of soreness that have put in a good, hard, five-week sort of section, however they break up their um, blocks into. Um, yep. I'm surprised if a few youngsters get in there, especially some smaller running players. Try and use your pace and a bit of width there. Many try and keep up with Frio. But, I mean, it's always going to be pushing shit uphill. Yeah, and you still expect Frio to get 10 I mean, what do you do at Fife, for starters? You've almost got to concede it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Adelaide were interesting. They went, right, we can't stop him, so we'll yep. put Dangerfield on him, and we'll, we'll go Yeah, just head. let him loose, yeah. And, you know, they come pretty damn close, so yep. maybe that's what you do. Maybe you put Delidio on yeah. him and say, lids, off you go, hit yep. your bike. Yep. Um, bad idea. Which, you know, you can do against Frio now that they don't have Crowley. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Big Ivan is going to have his work cut out. Um, he is, he is. But the thing is, Ivan, he, he rucks quite smart in the sense that uh, I noticed he did it a couple of times against Essendon where he's going up for it and you see he's not going to win that tap. So he'll actually stop and run um, backwards. So yeah. he's more or less an extra on baller. Yep. And I think that's smart play because it just throws a bit of confusion amongst the opposition teams. They're not sure where they're going to tap. You know, you might be able to get it out in a scramble. Um, just you know, a bit of awareness. Plus, he's pretty good around. He's he's uh, picking up the ball up from his feet as well. He, he knows where his limits are. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But he, he's still a big body uh, yeah. around, and he, he uses his size well and gives everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, still free over there. Um, Carlton hosting Adelaide at the MCG. Um, look, Carlton showed a little bit um, last yeah. week. It's not beyond them, Adelaide. Because no. with um, Adelaide's injury list, uh, as it is, travelling might be difficult, but at yep. the same time, geez, Eddie could kick six. Exactly, and, and playing against Carlton. Playing against Carlton, so, it's just going to break their hearts yep. even more. Yep. Um, if he kicks one and then does a, a little war dance as well, I, I'll be secretly cheering. I'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, let's make the push for it now. Look, uh, who's going to stand on Tex? Uh, as well I mean they they struggled to contain um, Franklin last week yep. um, Walker's you know taking the captaincy role and ran with it yeah um, Frio it probably I'd say gets one or two of Judd Gibbs and Murphy back yep um, but uh, Kerno if he goes to Dangerfield this could be very interesting yeah that'll be a pretty nice matchup he's had some good scalps in the last couple of weeks yeah now, I love the antagonistic tagger yep um, but geez, you, you're hitting heavy if you're going after yeah. Dangerfield because especially they don't have Sloan. He's been, you know, when he was playing, he's dominating yeah. pretty much all across the oval, and uh, takes that pressure or takes the ability for someone. You can't tag Sloan and Dangerfield, and 
sort of construct your offense from clearances because you're not going to get first use of the ball because no. you're already down two men. Uh, speaking of injury lists, we've got the Gold Coast Suns hosting Sydney. Yep. Um, it could be ugly again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they got within 10 goals at Hawthorne. So, uh, honestly, I think that'll be their goal again. Yeah. Against Sydney. I mean, yeah, it's hard to set goals like that, but you've got to be realistic, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you can't really see Sydney losing that one. Charlie Dixon had a shocker um, this week and made even worse by talk during the week about how Brisbane Lions have put in a big offer for him and um, the commentators were all that's all they talked about during the game really not all they talked about they focused on it a lot I don't think he had a kick in the first half (laughs) his first kick in the second half went out of bounds on the full and I think he ended the day with four or five was he the one with a few off field I mean it's pretty much whole team isn't it but I I don't think he's had any specific off field not that I'm aware of anyway yeah well the rumours you heard it here yeah, <laughs> we'll spread it. Like I say, if we, if we haven't heard the rumours, we'll make them up. Hey, we'll try and get him down to Richmond. Um, Essendon versus Geelong at Etihad is a cracker of a game. Saturday, actually, Saturday night is great it's football. It's kind of been set up with this week's disappointments, hasn't it? Yeah. So you look at both these teams and, man, they're not bad teams. No. So they've got the ability to they're turn both, um, You know, around that, um, just outside the eight mark. Yeah. Um, the marking of Essendon on Saturday night was one of the highlights for them. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they're coming up against one of the tallest teams now. Yeah. Um, and their marking is just as impressive. So and Tommy Hawkins has just been abusing people oh. in the full forward line for Geelong. Like, oh. I don't know who you put on him. Especially he, that Collingwood um, game. He's just shutting yeah. them off. And he, yeah. he took a hanger against uh, West Coast uh, today. Yep. Um, no, even against West Coast. Like, they're, they're no one who could... Um, Send him one on one. It's impossible. No. You can't. You can't outbody him. And he's just got such a good uh, goal sense when he's taking a mark. The, he positions himself in the right right spot. Well, um, it'd be interesting who Essendon send to him then, because Cal Hooker's been playing excellent this year. Yeah. Um, but so is Michael Hurley, and I think yep. Michael Hurley's probably got one of the key backmen um, all Australian positions locked down. Yeah, he could actually. Um, he did quite well across uh, half back when they were pushing forward. Yeah, as a safety. So w- which goes to Hawkins? Yeah, that's tough. It's I mean, tough. I think you've got to double team him. Yeah. I don't think there's really any choice. I think you've got to have the spare man. I wouldn't be surprised if Fletch plays a little bit of a loose defender because a general. Um, bit of wise head down there. Yeah, but no, It's not a bad option, although the fact that he left his 400th game early yeah, might mean that... True. Um, might get a sit out. He, he might get a, get a rest this yeah. week. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really interesting matchup and um, it could be finals goodbye for whoever loses that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Final eliminator. Um, in Adelaide Oval, Port Power are hosting the Bulldogs. Ooh. Bulldogs coming off one of their best wins of the season. Yeah. Um, and no fear in the Bulldogs squad either. No fear whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the, every week, it seems like they're finding somebody else um, yeah. who, who can stand up and... <laughs> they're making me learn someone's name. Yeah, <laughs> Tory Dixon yep. uh, this week kicked, uh, kicked a couple. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide, though, found themselves again in yeah. the... Um, second quarter yeah. against Melbourne and they'll have a positive uh, home environment now not yep. not as much speculation and I mean I used to live in Adelaide and one of the worst things was just how much they just jump on their teams well you've only got two teams to I focus know, on that's what they do god it was just like English media so <laughs> I hope they give them a bit of a break And it's like that though isn't it there's no yeah we're doing okay it's yeah. either we're we're we got the premiership yep. this year it's yep. ours or we're fucking shit yep. kill Off everyone head. <laughs> this is bullshit nah. there's no middle ground yeah we want to Judicial inquiry into this shit. Look, um, if Port can't hold out the Bulldogs, put a line through them. Yep. Um, yep. They're done. And put a line through them. However, Bulldogs. Um, I, I think they'll get up because they found um, 
you know, their old their form of old um, this week, and now that they know what it looks like, they can do it again. I haven't even checked the weather yet, but I'm going Bulldogs in the rain. <laughs> There's two tips for you. Don't just the weather, man. Clicking balls weather. Clicking balls weather rain. says it's going to rain. I'm going to check, I'll check it up in a minute. Um, and look, the, the power found their mojo last week without Paddy Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a few people that have suggested that that might not be a coincidence. No, no. Not that he's a bad player, but he's just not fitting in um, to their style or, or he's yeah. not used to them, you know, which can happen when yep. you go to a new team. But um, I think it could be... Could be like that he is quite a good player and they're forced to try and fit him into the game plan without yep. accepting that it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you mean... You've got to find a role you'd, for you'd him. You'd want him in any team. Absolutely. You'd take him. It's just a matter of figuring out how they work it, work him in. Uh, Giants hosting the Lions. Um, look, Lions showed a little bit this week, yep. um, but the Giants are coming off um, uh, a poor effort, yeah. um, even by their own admission. Um, they've been pretty rock solid at home this year, so they'll yeah. they'll be expecting to get a good win. Yeah, I have to back GWS with this one. Yeah, I just they look to be you know quite a good squad that they were beaten, but yeah, I still like the style. I still think they've they've got something that can challenge really good teams. Well, I think they're still sitting fifth, um, so that they need to these ones um, they they need to win and win yep. good. Yeah. Um, I saw a comparison today, I think it was yeah. on Fox, I can't remember, about the senior players at Gold Coast and the senior players at um, GWS. Yep. Um, and a lot of the difference was it's not just the senior players they had in their first season. Yep. They've continually got in the right kind of senior players again um, You know, in seasons yeah. two, three, and four, That's which is point. something Gold Coast haven't done. Yeah. They yep. probably had the pick of the senior players in their first year. Yep. Um, and then, you know, if you compare the two, GWS to the Gold Coast, First-year senior players are better at Gold Coast um, than they are at GWS. Yeah. But every year since, yep. GWS. Yeah, yeah, it's been changing. Um, and also, it, also, yeah, And this year, it's, it's Griffin and Patful, uh, yep. and they've both been great for them. Yeah, and there's always someone that's sort of revealing themselves for GWS yeah. in each game. There's someone who's going, this is what I can do. Uh, I really like it. Um, while we're on the subject of GWS, this is kind of random, but we the preseason we did uh, as a bit of warm up for it. We did the yes. M- MA two K episodes. Um, the GWS one has been far and out the most popular. Uh, it still gets downloads just about every single day. We're getting nearly you know um, a few every single day over yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um, and I'm not sure why. I got no idea. I listened to like the first ten minutes of it, and the sound quality was fucking horrible. Yeah, we were still trying to figure out the equipment back then because I think yeah. it was the second or the third one we did. Yeah, we didn't have direct mics. We had the general mic. So the oh, boom it was mic. one of those ones. Yeah. Oh right. So I picked up everything. In everything. The room. Yeah, which is fucking awful. Yeah, but it still gets downloads, and I don't know why. And like, I'm all good for you know, download it, please. But if anyone knows why, all of a sudden you're just getting a shit ton of downloads, just let us know. Please tell us. Yeah. If you're listening to this just because you've downloaded that GWS yeah. one or you went and listened to something else and then went back to yeah. the GWS, hey, uh, tell us why. Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> concerned we're getting, we're getting sued for some sort of inflammatory shit we said. I mean, I was probably half drunk. When In which case, it's about time because we tried <laughs> so hard. Yeah, and that, you know, that publicity would be great. Um on to the other, uh, the next game is um, Kangaroos versus West Coast down in Hobart. Ah. So, um, that's a long trip for West Coast, but yeah. I mean, they're used to it. They usually play against Hawthorne or, yeah. or um, North down in Tassie. And I'm basing this on nothing, but I'm going to say that Kangaroos play pretty shit down in Tassie. Do they? Their, their last win down there was against the hapless Richmond. Remember yep. that game? It was like oh, Benny Hill fuck, music. That's right, yeah. That, that was, was shocking. Shit house. Um, look, the the midfield 
of West Coast is looking killer. Yeah, it is. And one thing with West Coast is they look awesome in the scramble. Yep. Whenever there's a ball in dispute, uh, in most teams you attribute it to panic handballs, but theirs looks like it's actually some sort of structure to yep. that. What you're labeling, what we're labeling, panic handballs. So, I think that's part of the game plan is really organising in the chaos. Yeah, it's a lot like jitsu, isn't it? If you yeah. win the grey areas, exactly right. Um, the, the scrambles, you're going to yep. do well. And I think uh, that's one thing they might have picked up from Port. Yep, it could be. Um, although they've got a Hawthorne um, head coach or a former Hawthorne assistant, so I'm going to claim yeah. that it's all loss. Yep, as usual. Um, North, uh, it'd be good to see Benny Brown playing back home. Yeah, actually, uh, that's, again, that's it, a good story. I tell you what, there'll be a, uh, he's a fan favourite every time he goes down there now. Yeah, I mean, probably 20,000 of his family there. Family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think West Coast might, uh, might just hold on to their second spot on the ladder with this one. I am actually going to go West Coast this one. I think they might just get across the line. I think so too. I think, to be honest, I think West Coast in a shit match. And St. Kilda... Talked that one up, haven't I? <laughs> I don't get paid to promote the game. Um, St. Kilda hosting Hawthorne at Etihad. Um, a lot of this game could be what happens to the St. Kilda players that um, copped a bit of an injury today. Yeah. Um, but Etihad in... you know Obviously, the weather conditions aren't going to make a difference. Yep. Um, I'm hoping that Hawthorne can pick it up because yeah. they were shit house down in Tassie. Yeah. To be honest, I think Hawks will look to slow the game down. Um, use their big bodies, try and outplay him for 40 minutes because you'll notice it doesn't matter how big you are up, you cannot count out the Saints. They've proven that they're really good when they're under pressure. Um, we've, I think that there might be some strategic resting in this game, even though it's the game before the bye. Yep. Um, because you know, Hawthorne's got an aging list and yeah. sitting at five and four is not really where they want to be. Yep. And we've still got one week till Hodge comes back, is that right? No, no, he, he played this week. Did he? He, oh, yeah. he played a bit of a quiet one. Yeah. But um, Lewis um, had a rest with a sore shoulder. Okay. And he only played one game back from his two-game suspension. Yeah. So it, it's a genuine rest, uh, yeah. sorry, sore shoulder. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy Mitchell has a, has a break and Lewis comes back in. Yeah. Because um, yeah. Sammy's been playing awesome. Yep. Um, the last few weeks and I think you want that sort of strength across the centre half back line which has been sort of a key of Hawthorne's um, structure yep. with the way they set up their attacking play um, definitely at the Saints you're going to need that so uh, maybe this is one where you can kind of afford to give Sammy a, a rest put some young running players in there because you've got Mitchell at the back who's going to organise everything you've got Lewis back in yep. um, some cool heads there Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 